And welcome to Sister Sage Herbs Roadside Herb Service. My name is Mark Fendel and this is Jane Simmons. Hello. We are plant people. Jane is the owner and operator of Sister Sage Herbs. We're a medicinal herb farm and we sell our beautiful tinctures and balms at Pike Place Market and online at sistersageherbs.com. Welcome, folks, to our tiny podcast. And I have to remind you before we start that the content here is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. And with that said... Let's get to the good stuff. We are talking about one of my very favorite places and very favorite subjects, and that is Mount Rainier. And um, specifically, we're going to talk about some of the uh, plants, um, the wildflowers, um, and just some of the stunning trees Mm -hmm. of um, the park and... You know, over the years, you and I have done a lot of recreating in and around the park from skiing, snowboarding, to hiking, backpacking, um, climbing, in my case, a little bit, um, glacier travel, um, and just all kinds of different... made it to the top. I did make it to the top once. Um, Amazing. And that's another, that's another story. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, so it's, I'm excited to talk about, we just got back, um, from four beautiful days at Mount Rainier with our family, my brother-in-law and my two nephews, um, nine and 11. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, we got to do some things in the park that we had never done before. Yeah. And we saw a lot of beautiful plants. And so I wanted to talk about um, a few of those. Um, so what did you want to start with? Probably the arnica. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> arnica. We didn't really see that Not much of it. Not very much of it. Um, of course, that is one that we love because that's one that we grow um, and use in our weekend warrior mm-hmm. um, muscle rub. Mm-hmm. Um, this but, one was different. Yeah, it was a it was uh, a little wider leaf than mm-hmm. we grow, mm-hmm. and of course, it was way up the mountain. I don't know how high. Where was the visitor center? Like at seven thousand, six thousand feet? At Paradise? Yeah. Yeah, Paradise is something like six thousand. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But. So pretty far up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was just. There were other uh, yellow flowers, and I mm-hmm. was like, I don't think those are, those are not the shape. That's not it. That's not it. And then I found it. Yeah. And maybe it's just a little early because, you know, some of the plants were just coming up. Some of them were going to seed already for the pask flower, both, you know. So oh, I that was another just one. A, I think it's just a new, you know, it was just uh, the early time for them. Hopefully, there's a lot, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one's used for um, 
painful muscles and bruises and things all throughout um, the Americas, at least, and mm-hmm. Europe, too, so mm-hmm. it's pretty well known. Um, yeah, and then we saw the Pasque flower, which was beautiful. Yeah, that is like this, um, it's got like kind of a Dr. Seuss puffball-y... When it goes to seed, yes. Yeah. So the uh, so they were going to flower. Did you see some of them flowering and then the others going to seed? So the little yellowish white um, flower, it's kind of like a buttercup kind of looking thing. Mm. And then it shoots up and then becomes this like crazy hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's like, you know, they're different. So different looking. I wouldn't have no, thought that that was the seed head of that. I'll know? have to look at that again. Yeah. But the past cool. flower seed head. It's really cool looking. Yeah, it is neat. I love seeing that. And I, I confused it with the bear grass, mm-hmm. which we also saw. Um, yeah. But um, that's a little different. Yeah. I think the bear grass was the one that it, we, we went and touched it and it kind of fell apart, the seed head. Mm-hmm. But it was so soft. I don't know right. how you could collect enough to make a pillow or (laughs) (laughs) something like that but oh my gosh it was so soft don't collect anything in the national no do not (laughs) but in general so small um well i also saw a lot of valerian oh yeah a lot of um they're very 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 low to the ground or small thin spindly they're not at all like you know, the ones we grow are pretty stout and mm-hmm. like muscle. So this is a different variety? Forest, uh, or I think they call it woodland valerian, something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Still used the same way, but, um, you know, it's just getting what it can get out of the streams as the ice melts, you know, or out of the groundwater. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get watered. So um, we saw it. Kind of near in those, um, in the big grove of trees, the, uh, what was it called? The Grove of the Patriarchs. Yeah, Grove of the Patriarchs. Yeah, with amazing cedars, which we'll talk about also. Sure. Um, but yeah, the valerian was used all over for tummy issues, cramps, and then um, any kind of severe pain, especially mm-hmm. back back aches. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, usually ingested, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the Devil's Club. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we saw so much beautiful Devil's Club. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. All over. Even it. in Ohana Pakash Campground, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful campground for kids, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we saw some. I saw some going uh, with, with seeds, seed heads, berries. Oh, yeah. Indeed, Not that's right. Not many of them, but just every time we went by, they were in the sunlight. So mm-hmm. those particular plants got more sun than everybody else. Right. You know, it's kind of interesting how the forest has a little niche pockets because it's hot, sure. really hot in some places, and it's still snow on the ground in other places. Mm-hmm. Also, where the Devil's Club was, I saw skunk cabbage, which was kind of cool. It hadn't flowered yet either. Right. Yeah. Which Some of that was like five feet tall. Oh my gosh, the leaves were huge. 
That was some of the biggest skunk cabbage I'd ever seen, maybe. Yeah, it was a whole swamp there. Yeah. You know, I imagine we didn't have mosquitoes, but once that blooms, there's probably mosquitoes in there. Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, That was right around, uh, where was that? Right around the hot springs? No, just in our campground, too. There was a little low spot. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there were some of those hot springs. Those are not hot springs for humans, by the way. So don't get all excited. Yeah. Um, But you know what I did notice about those hot springs, and I'd like to go back and look, was that the plants surrounding the hot springs are pretty unique. Mm. A lot of, like, really low-to-the-ground... I don't know, mosses, and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it would be interesting to kind of survey just the different plants around that area Mm -hmm. because it's pretty unique. Mm -hmm. And I know that... It has arsenic in the water. Right. Um, There was some, you know, there was also a little little brown algae kind of area. I mean, it was warm water. I wouldn't, I don't know where the, you know, the original hot part comes out, but... Mm-hmm. Where we were, it was very, I would put my feet in there because it was really nice, but mm-hmm. they kind of uh, suggested we don't touch it even, <laughs> or at least right. wash your hands after you put your hands in it. Um, but yeah, that'd be cool to go back and check it out in different seasons also. Well, yeah, I mean, you can only really get up there in summer. Yeah, but early summer and then late summer. Yeah. That's kind of Cause they close three the road. seasons away. <laughs> they they close the road in the, yeah. in the winter. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we saw all kinds of wonderful berries, two huckles, mm-hmm. huckleberries, two different colors. Yeah, the red and the, the blue um, or black. Blueberries. And uh, then I saw low, I thought it was just a, lower growing just because of the elevation or something but then I read that there are two different there's a really low growing blueberry mm-hmm. and then the regular which is probably about two you know two feet but the low growing was only like three or four inches right now right. and just flowering but the other ones the huckleberries were we were eating the berries right. so they all come in succession so that you know everybody in the forest has something to eat mm-hmm <laughs> Um, cool. But the red ones, people weren't, people weren't eating them because they were, maybe a lot of people don't realize the red berries are edible and they're waiting for them to be ripe. <laughs> so I like to eat those. Salmon yeah. berries. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Organ grape. Organ grape, salal. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the trees, the cedar trees. Oh, yeah. I had always wanted to visit that part of the park. Um, the Grove of the Patriarchs mm. has some trees that are over a thousand years old in there. They are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I I could spend a lot more time mm-hmm. um, in that area. And even just kind of surveying the nurse logs around there would be mm. fascinating. Um yeah, you, you know, saw one nurse log with, I think your nephews count, counted like 19 trees coming out of it. At least. I bet there I was mean, big, more. There were, those were the big ones. But right. then we sat on a little log and there were 
maybe half an inch high little furs coming out of there. Right. <laughs> it was so weird right. on the nurse log. Um, so it was nice to do some things in the park, you know, that we had never been, mm -hmm. you know, never done before. And I just wanted to mention, I know that you know, we're not going to cover all of the, you know, subalpine wildflowers here in this <laughs> podcast. We'd be here all day, but, um, but there were some really beautiful ones that I just wanted to mention that I, that I love the subalpine buttercup, I think is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, and the glacier lilies, the glacier lilies are are, so are absolutely beautiful, and the tiger lilies both. Mm -hmm. um, and I've the always, yeah, I've always loved so the paintbrush. Beautiful. Yeah, the um, the scarlet paintbrush and the magenta paintbrush, I think, are just mm -hmm. so beautiful. And you really only, you just don't get to see those flowers so often yeah. you know you really have you know to be you're in the mountains yeah, yeah you have to be in a kind of a high environment and mm -hmm. it's cool. they're just they're sweet you know yeah um what is that oh the other thing we saw on our in our campground oh yes let's talk about the orchid yeah so yeah just at our campground we were just i was just walking around and looked down and in our neighbor's camping area just on the edge of the road um i saw this beautiful orchid plant um and it's uh, i believe we determined it's the western coral root um and it just has only i mean i guess those are the the, the just the flower comes bursting out of the pine needles or the, the, the ground there. And it's just immediately a, a little purple, pinkish, kind of shrimp-like looking plant. It's so cool. And I just noticed like two, but then I called the little kids over to check it out. And all of a sudden there were like seven or eight of them all in that same area and we were IDing them. It was very cool. It was really neat. That so, is cool. And it has little spots on it, too. So. It doesn't really look like other orchids, where the other orchids, you know, have a nice, delicate, long leaf, and then and then the, the flower. But this one doesn't seem to have any leaves when it comes out, so don't know if it, how it continues. But it has to be, it says here in this book, um, the... Plants of the Pacific Northwest Coast. Um, Pojar. Pojar and McKinnon. Um, that it needs rich humus in moist to fairly dry coniferous or mixed forest, often in heavy shade. So it's at low to mid, mid elevations. And mostly in this west side, we get pretty wet. So I don't mm -hmm. see growing it down here very well. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we should leave it, leave it there. Sure. Um, if you ever have a chance to visit Mount Rainier National Park, it is just full of wonder and just grand majesty of place, you know. Sure is. Did I say that right? 
Majestical. <laughs> <laughs> it's majestical. Um, and accessible. I just, yeah, it's just I, and there's something there for everybody, and mm-hmm. that is why one reason why I love that place, and specifically Paradise, because you just see all kinds of people there. How many languages do you think we heard? I, I don't know. At least six or eight maybe even more yeah and then maybe accents, ten you know you didn't know maybe ten mm-hmm. you even know the, even the volunteer she's Finnish you know she was from Finland yeah you I know? mean I met Fabian yeah. from Corsica there you go <laughs> <laughs> he told me to hike this trail um, M20 or something like that hmm. I'm gonna have to look it up yeah cool he was like, oh, gourmet, you would love it. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> and That's the food good. is excellent. Nice, um, even better. Anyway, but um, yeah. it's just such a wonderful place yeah. in so many ways. And we were able to go to both sides of the mountain, which was really beautiful, to go to sunset on one, sunrise. I mean, sunrise on mm-hmm. one side and then paradise on the other side and just get the two different angles. I mean... Yeah. Mm. Incredible. Really cool to see. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to our tiny podcast. Visit us at sistersageherbs.com and check out our products and other podcasts. And and uh, we'll keep uh, making these podcasts. We're having a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. <laughs>